Welcome to Testimony, a musician story. Heard at TestimonyStories.com and narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. This singer, songwriter, and producer was born on October 14, 1985, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah, you know I ride with it Come and party if you with us For the man of the century Turn wine in the water Yeah, you the Holy Ghost starter They wonder how we get pretty He run my city, no diddy Ah, oh, you don't know, you don't, you, don't, you don't know What we did to get here, you don't know Cover me up like she's, you don't know Even kept all my sins on the low Yeah, you don't know, you don't, you don't, you don't know when he say what to do, I'ma go And I be running like speed on the road Cause loving he is no brain, I know thank His given name is Joseph, but he goes by his middle and last name, Jordan Armstrong. Yes, Jordan. Not Jordan, but Jordan. He was named after his grandfather Joseph. That's where the Joe comes into play and his other grandfather, Roosevelt Daniels. That is where the R and Dan come into play. Now that we got the origin of his name out of the way, let's talk about his childhood. Jordan is an only child. His parents separated when he was a baby. He was raised by his mother in his grandparents' house. So he spent most of his childhood surrounded by adults. You gonna know it when you hear people, elderly people too. I really enjoy it. Um, 
it's like the story here here things that was that happened to them before and and I'm the kind of person that you know kind of I, I learned from others mistakes. I actually have a lot of friends that you know are people that I even know that even are my friends but everybody wants you know a lot of people say um yeah um well I have to learn for myself I have to go through this on my own I have to learn and you know I'm the type of person that is I saw you press the fire and it burned your hand. <laughs> I don't have to go through it. I saw it burn you. I'm not dealing with it. Hearing those other people's stories and things they went through and life lessons, you know, really helped me even to this day. You know, when I got older and I started dating and I got into high school, I started experiencing other people's families. I was like, well, I'm really blessed because these families, I dated some girls, their families, and <laughs> I hope they don't get offended by it. I dated some girls, their families was wow. I was like, wow. It was just really different for me. Kind of opened my eyes on, you know, how blessed I was and how how good of a family and great of a family uh, God, you know, connected me with. I was honored and, and I really, uh, you know, stopped taking my family for granted. Enjoyed the time with them. His two older cousins were like his brother and sister. Jordan thought his male cousin was the coolest dude in the world. He was cool. He was about five years older than me. He was just so cool. He All the girls loved him. He could play piano. He was always dressed nice. And now this is the 90s, you know. When I would go over to their house, you know, they're listening to the urban music. They're listening to Joe to see. They're listening to, uh, you know, um, Death Row Records. They listen to Tupac. I'm like, oh, man, these people are cool. You know, so... I was actually able to get uh, that side of the world and that side of music as well. Because uh, as a kid, and even growing up, you know, like I said, me and my mom living with my grandparents. You know, and my, my grandparents and my grandmother was definitely a uh, strong Christian black woman. You know, it was always gospel music. The radio stayed on 24-7. Radio was in the kitchen, and we, we spent a lot of time listening to the radio which was just stuck on a gospel channel that you can barely hear an AM station that was just clouded. You can barely hear the songs, but, you know, it stayed on all day long until 10 o'clock news came on. And she watched the news. She turned the radio back on and stayed on all night through the night. I saw, I basically almost saw the real world uh, going over there. Even though they were in a Christian household, um, you know, they just were, they were teenagers. They had a bit more freedom than I did as a, as a young child, of course. It was actually cool. And, and I really thank God, too, because they weren't bad role models along with the things that they were dealing with and things like that. Because I feel like it could have been really worse. Like, if they were just terrible people and me being a kid like that, that and I admired them so much. I really thank God for the people we had around. And, you know, those those two were like my, my brother and sister. Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories with an S.com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. A musician's story. Testimony. 
where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. You are listening to Jordan Armstrong's Testimony, a Musician's Story. Somebody tell me what the deal is. We gon' act a fool, you gon' have to deal with. I got to. I'm gonna keep it real with you. Do what I gotta do. Although he was always a young man with an old soul, high school did force him to mature quite quickly. He got your back like an alley Hold up, hold up. We ain't playing rappers at Jehovah. Cause I got to already hate. Time to lift my hands, I lift them way up, way up. Party live and you know it. To celebrate how we survived, we don't know it. That's why we trust in the Lord. But you should already know it, yeah. yeah. I know what I gotta do. I stay dependent on you. I got to. Yeah. I know what people gon' say. I let them hate anyway. I got to. Oh. I'ma stay loyal to you. But when I got to high school, man, it was no more babying. It was just all about, all about, you know, this is your decision. This is your life. What are you going to do about it? And uh, the the jokes were different, things that people said. Uh, people were using profanity. It was like I just really kind of stepped into the real world. I felt like I was, re- I really had to grow up and, uh, you know, and kind of figure out who I was going to be as a person. Jordan grew up playing the drums in church and got paid for it. His mom taught him the value of a dollar and how to be responsible with his money. By the time he got to high school, he was making six to $800 a month and had his own car. I'm walking around, these kids thinking I'm rich. You know, I'm able to buy nice things. Uh, a lot of kids at school weren't able to do that as much. And I was still living, we were still living in the ghetto. So a lot of times, you know, when you see that in uh, school, you, you at least expect the kids' parents to, you know, back at that time, we were like, oh, yeah, his parents don't sell drugs or, or something like that. Because, you know, like I said, we're, we're in the hood. So uh, when everybody found out I was a musician, you know, it just kind of changed it. And I guess that now that I'm looking back, I'm sure that really helped me with popularity. Yeah, I definitely had a relationship. I definitely had a relationship with God. It played a major part. Um, a lot of times in the beginning, I uh, tried to hide it and just, you know, be cool and just, uh, yeah, man, I can do anything or uh, whatever I wanted. And what's one thing that was uh, crazy is the fact that no matter how much I tried, everybody could see right through it. You know, even with me being in the hood and growing up in the ghetto, you know, even even like my neighbors or people that lived in my neighborhood that were my age and getting arrested and then going to juvenile and then showing back up in school, like living in a bad neighborhood. They even knew and they used to, and they were like my friend. They were really my friends. I mean, I would go out with my friends sometime on the weekend and see people get shot in front of me. I've seen all, all kinds of things, and people would always gravitate to me and ask for almost like counsel. And I was like, why are they asking me that? Why do they think I know? 
And, you know, now, like I said, now that I'm older, I can see, you know, that they apparently saw something different. I don't know why, but I never got, I don't, nobody ever made fun of me for it. I, I don't know why, but they never did. And uh, I guess that kind of builds my uh, my faith and my self-esteem in being a Christian. And it kind of started, you know, the type of person that I am today. I'm attracted to the hoodies of the hood, the goldest of the teeth, the back alleys and wood, grittiest set of grimy, brothers who serve in timing, others who people label crazy, slower out their mind, and I'm finding myself diving in a jungle full of lions, but desiring more, and I ain't talking any meaning, mine and probably the Christ in me got me stuck to the hood like glue, cause he said healthy people don't need a doctor. People do start the Mom, show so. when the camera's gone, you're not the same anymore. Let everybody know who run a town. And I know you will show up, so Lord, I'm riding for you. Cause you know I'm down, 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 Testimony. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Jordan Armstrong, and you are listening to Testimony. A musician's story. Start the show when the camera's gone. You're not the same anymore. Let everybody know who run a town. And I know you will show up. So Lord, I'm riding for you. Even though Jordan had a good head on his shoulders, he never felt like going to school. So he didn't. He wasn't doing mischievous things. He just wasn't at school. He skipped so many days and assignments, he was going to have to repeat a grade. Jordan definitely wasn't trying to do that. So he dropped out of high school. I didn't know what to do for myself. And I was thinking, I was at this time and in this place uh, to where I was like, I don't even want to go to school. I don't want to do any of this. I'm going to be a successful producer, singer, blah, 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 get this. And, you know, and at that time, I had my mom there, and uh, my mom was really trying to help me figure it out. Like, one thing, too, another thing about my mom, you know, she she was really there during that situation, and she was trying to tell. She didn't do like other parents and say, no, you're going to do this, and this is this, and, you know, even some they say she probably should have. 
But uh, I think the way that she handled it uh, at this time now, my 17 years old, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. She told me to pray about it. And I was like, pray about it. I don't want to pray about it. I need you to tell me what to do. I don't want to pray about it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I prayed and, you know, God, God really dealt with me and I went through a hard time and I started doing music and, you know, I put out a couple of albums and I started getting, doing, getting a little good traction on it. And, um, you know, I never, I never went back to school and I never thought that it was important. I really thank God because uh, I still ended up being a, a, a success in my own right, even without that. He kind of still had my back, even though I should have finished school. Jordan is a young Christian man in his late 20s who has never been married, but is currently in a relationship. So what type of advice would he give to other Christians that are single or unmarried and in a relationship. Got me feeling like a man. Yeah, I walk through it on my friends. And it don't matter if you ever understand. Because I got love for each one of my friends. I would say what I've come to learn is the people you keep around you is really important. You know, if your friends and your close friends are people that are all about, you know, having a relationship in the wrong manners, then it's going to rub off on you. Even if it doesn't rub off on you 100%, you're definitely going to start second-guessing your decisions. You're going to definitely start thinking about things that you probably shouldn't do. So it's really, really important. And a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not easily influenced, blah, 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 and this and that, you know, but... The longer you're around those people that aren't as like-minded as you are, you'll start adapting to their ways and you start picking up the things that they like to do that you probably shouldn't. So, uh, you know, it's really important to have people around you or other couples that that believe in the same thing and the same way of living around you to, you know, kind of keep you grounded and living a uh, Christian, youthful Dating life <laughs> is what I would say. Because if not, I mean, you'll be in trouble. Because if all of your friends are out partying every weekend, going to the club and getting drunk and having sex, then you'll be right down that area on your way. You know, and, and like I said, I've been there. So, uh, you know, I, I learned the hard way that it was my peers. It was the people around me that I thought would never influence me because I was so strong minded and I'm such a Christian and I know the word, you know, but uh it's all about of course your relationship with Jesus Christ and the people around you, your your environment. It's very important so you know, keep a keep a good Christian circle around you. Some friends gotta sit you down sometime and, you know, kinda let you know like, hey yeah man, bro, you you tripping. You tripping, you know? So uh like I said, it's, it's really important, man. Just, just, just your peers, your environment. Love your friend, hug your friend, and tell them that you love them. If you love your friend, hug your friend, and tell them that you love them. Ladies, if you love your girl, hug your girl, and tell her that you love her. And if you love your friend, trust your friend, tell them that you love them. Alright. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
pastor was a singer and songwriter and taught Jordan and his partner, Teddy P, the art of producing and songwriting. Jordan and Teddy P spent days and nights in their church studio, making various beats for every genre. They made beats for local artists and eventually got signed to Atlantic Records and started producing and writing for the Atlantic Records artists. Jordan and Teddy have made beats for major artists like Trey Songs and Johnny Gill. Yeah, so starting at the bottom. Now I'm here. Got some people hating on me. Guess I done came up. Came up, got my name up. My fame up. And I never would have did it if I couldn't lift his name up. Yeah. But y'all don't really know. What I've been through to get right Made it out of shotgun out Had a house full clothes that year Thought that I can get it like this Or get it like that So I dropped out of school And I ain't never looked back First CD Somebody came and stole it And I was thinking about quitting But I couldn't get with it Came back me and Teddy P had a vision Before you knew it, we was winning And it was only the beginning Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Linda, just listen No, Linda, just listen I ain't been missing Can I get a witness? Get out your feelings And you gonna feel it Hold up, just listen No, I ain't dissing No, no, I ain't missing after flying back and forth from Baton Rouge to Atlanta, the duo moved to the ATL. In addition to creating for other artists, Jordan has made a name for himself as a Christian artist. We let him drive and take the leeway. We let him do whatever he say. We let him do it like he do. I couldn't live without him no way. He got it right and you should know it. That's why we ain't afraid to go with it. We just sit back and let them do it And they don't see us like Steve Oh, what you tell me I'ma do it We do what you're asking us We gon' do what you say We let him do what he do I let him do it for me, yeah We only do what he tell us to do Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how 
at TestimonyStories.com. A musician's story. Now back to Jordan Armstrong's Testimony, A Musician's Story. Even with all the songwriting and things that we've done, even through my life, I've always wanted to be a Christian artist. I never wanted to be an R&B artist. I had offers and record deals and all of that on the table, but I never wanted to be a secular artist. I always wanted to do Christian music. And I always felt that there was a void in current music that could be uh, made Christian. And I just felt like every time an artist would come out with maybe an urban feel of Christian music, I always felt like it was uh, dated, almost. It just always seemed like a year or two behind on what's on radio, what's, what's on current radio. And I felt like, me and Ted, we can do that. We could do it. So, uh, you know, it also became my ministry, you know, that I would do records that were really for the lost or for people that, you know, felt that being a Christian wasn't fun or, or uncool. You know, uh, I wanted to make uh, urban Christian music. And during this time, it was kind of the beginning stages of urban Christian music. And a lot of people did not accept it. I mean, I was getting all kinds of hate mail. I was getting a lot of love, too. But hate mail, people did not think my music was Christian. And how could I think this is Christian music? And, you know, because I didn't have an organ. And I love organs, by the way. It actually just pushed me to keep going. And I thank God now because, you know, now doors are, are, are more open now. You know, uh, urban music is actually becoming a bit more popular in the Christian arena and uh, i mean you know we got people like uh of course it started with that i know of and my generation was uh kirk franklin i remember times uh i would go to churches and they didn't even want us to sing kirk franklin records in church so it, it was times like that or, or nowadays with you know people like lecrae during the night the, the late shows and winning grammy awards and people like erica campbell and you know mary mary with their records that are even crossing over to urban secular radio you know those those people kind of open the door for the type of music that i do so i really honor and respect those people man because they uh they're actually the reason i'm able to get my music played on radio today i feel like if it wasn't for them you know they definitely wouldn't play my records they're too urban god's got a plan man for even for for the urban community and christian music because he, he's really opening the door like you know it's way more accepted now and uh, I'm excited. I'm just glad I've been doing it for a long time. I was played since 2008. Although he has written and produced for all genres, including pop and country, Jordan does pick and choose the type of secular artists he wants to work with. He will not be a part of records that highlights values he doesn't believe in. One album he definitely believes in is his latest, 52 Weeks of Summer. He describes it as good feeling music you can play all year around. My music is for people that don't believe in Jesus Christ. And my objective is to grasp their attention with the quality and the production and the beat and the bass and the stuff that gets their attention. And then, you know, when they hear the records, they could hear the positive message and the message of Jesus Christ. So, like I said, that's my ministry, so I, I don't plan on changing or doing any of that, you know. And and one thing is, like I said, people do pay attention to our methods and they have a problem with our methods, but the results are there. 
You know, it's a lot of young people getting saved. It's a lot of young people coming to Christ. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. This has been a Brown Theory production and an 83 Media production. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.